friends, welcome to the Sunday Sermon segment of We Need God. Please listen as Father Carrozza offers his homily for today, which was recorded live in St. Anne's Parish. Today's Gospel reading answers a question we might have about something that happened later in the uh, Scripture passages during Jesus' Passion. Um, when Peter denied three times that he even knew who Jesus was. You know why Peter denied Jesus three times? It's very simple, because today we hear Jesus cured his mother-in-law. Okay, now it's just a joke. (laughs) So, you know, no nasty letters or comments on the thing about Father is perpetuating stereotypes about, you know, mothers-in-law. You know, some people have wonderful mothers-in-law, like my sisters-in-law, they have a wonderful mother-in-law. That's my mother. Some people have no sense of humor today. The slightest thing you say, they get offended. Mamma mia. (laughs) Seriously. When Peter comes to find Jesus uh, in the morning in today's gospel passage, he says to him, everybody is looking for you. And I've always wondered, why were they looking for Jesus? A variety of different reasons, I'm sure. It's purely conjecture on our part. But many different things. I'm sure people were looking for Jesus for different reasons. He had cured many people. And maybe some people were looking for more miracles. Maybe they had you know, loved ones who were ill and they heard about, you know, hey, Jesus had healed this person. All right, let's bring this one in. Maybe he'll heal that one as well. Did they come just for the miracles? Or did they come to hear his words? Did they come to hear more about Jesus? Sometimes people could be very affected by the miracles and forget that the miracles were not an end in themselves. The miracles Jesus performed were a means to an end, to get people's attention so that they would listen to him. But I wonder how many people in Jesus' time only stopped at the miracles, only saw him as a wonder worker, and never really listened to his words. The real thing the Lord has come to do for us is to teach us by his words how to overcome the uh, uh, the pains and the results of original sin. As Adam and Eve's disobedience brought original sin into the world, Jesus came that by his obedience, he would bring reconciliation to the world, and he would bring us the forgiveness of our sins and the restoration of eternal life. And that's what the Lord really wants to do for us. And the miracles are fine. There's no question about that. But they're meant for a greater purpose, for us to hear the word of the Lord and be transformed by it so that we can truly become his disciples. And so the simple question for ourselves today is to ask ourselves, do we come to the Lord just for miracles, or do we come to be formed by him? Do we come to be made holy in his sight? Do we come to allow him to restore to us what has been lost by our own sins? And the best way for us to answer that question is just to look at our own prayer. When we pray before the Lord, what's the predominant thing in our prayers? I'm sure we all pray for things that we need, and that's perfectly fine. Obviously, if somebody is ill, we pray for their healing. Somebody's without a job, and they pray for them to get a job. That's perfectly well and good, no question about that. But do we ever pray for things beyond that? Do we ever pray, Lord, help me to know my sins and give me the strength to overcome them? Lord, help me to be the best person you've created me to be. Help me to know what you want me to be and give me the strength to do it. That, indeed, is the real heart of prayer. And I wonder how many people, sadly, in our world today never think about that. 
never pray to be better people. They only pray to God to try to get things from him to make their lives here on earth easier. And there's nothing wrong with that, of course, again, but those are just meant to be means to something far greater. The Lord has prepared for us a joy and a happiness beyond anything you and I could even begin to imagine. And not just the joy of being in his loving embrace in heaven, but even here on earth. When we come to know the Lord, when we live the way he has created us to be, we discover that our lives will have so much more meaning, they will be so much more peaceful, they will have so much more value. In fact, we discover that we can deal with the difficult times a little more easily because the Lord is with us, and the joyful times are a hundred times greater because they are experienced in Christ. And so, the greatest thing we can do is ask the Lord to help us to be the people He created us to be, to know Him, to know His will for us, and help us to be what He wants us to be. We've had a young man who has been coming to the parish the last couple of weeks or so, and we've been very impressed by him. Father James and I have both spent some time talking with him, as well as some of the other adults in the parish that he's come to talk to. He's only 16 years old, but he told us his story, and he gave me permission to share it with you today, so I'm not telling anything that he would be you know, embarrassed to hear me tell you. But uh, he mentioned that during the COVID, especially the lockdown a year ago when you couldn't go out at all, he started really looking at faith again and what he believed. And he says he was going through, and in fairness, what every faithful person has to go through at some point, his honest doubts about, do I really believe in God and everything that he says? And he was going online to all sorts of different sites and reading things. And he went to one thing after another. And for a while, I think he was being, I think he said he was being attracted to Pentecostals or something of that nature, some uh, Protestant denominations. But after reading them, he ultimately said to himself, he says, no. He says, the truth is in the Catholic Church. And he came back, and now that he's been coming to Mass regularly, and he's absolutely hungering for more information about Christ, to know him more and more. And we've been very impressed by the desire for knowledge of this 16-year-old boy who has just come looking to know Jesus. And last week he said something to me that absolutely amazed me. He says, Father, one thing I can say is that since I have come to know Jesus better, my life just seems to make so much more sense. And I said, well, you figured it out at only 16 years old. And I reminded him of someone that you've heard me talk about recently, uh, Blessed Carlo Acutis, who was um, a, who died in 2006 at only 15 years old of leukemia, uh, who was in Italy, and he was a, a guru with the computer. They're already calling him the patron saint of the internet and the first millennial to be beatified. And I said, well, Carlo Acutis said the same thing. He said at one point, outside of God, there is only turmoil and noise and quarreling and war. He says, but with God, everything is in order. There is order. And I say, and you found what he found, a beatified who someday soon, I'm sure, will be a full canonized saint. I said, you found that truth in Christ. And that's something for all of us to reflect upon. When we truly know Christ, when we know what he wants for us, when we follow his plan for each and every one of us, our lives make sense. And we find a greater meaning to everything we do. And the difficult days don't become as difficult because we have Christ to help us through them. We can make sense out of them. And the joyful times, oh, they become a hundred times greater because they're experienced in Christ. And so, my friends, the question that all of us need to ask ourselves today is that question that 
Jesus would have asked to all the people when Peter said to them, to him, everybody is looking for you. What are they looking for? And the question for us is, what are you looking for in Jesus? Are you looking for him to be Santa Claus? To be the one who gives us good things if we're good? Are you looking for him to be the genie in the lamp that if we rub it the right way, we get our three wishes granted? Or are we looking for Christ to be the one to help us make sense of our existence, to know why we are here, why he created us, and what he wants to do through us in the world? And if we can find that, we will indeed find the meaning of life, which is that age-old question, and we will find a peace that only Christ can bring. What are you looking for? May Jesus Christ be praised, now and forever. Thank you for listening to this week's homily by Father Carrozza. If you enjoyed this homily, please pass the word on to your friends and invite them to listen. For more materials from Father Carrozza, please visit www.fathercarrozza.com.